brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. What's going on, Sarge? Malfunctioned right when we start, huh? It just sounds like you're coming in only through one ear, so oh. hi, everybody. <laughs> well, we always have problems. Sarge ten, always has... Ten seconds. T- ten seconds in. That's how it works. <laughs> that's, ten seconds in. That's just what it is. Yeah. Oh, we rant, Teddy. We rant. That's that's it just go that's, to... It, Black screen with a broken TV with the thumbs up Sarge guy. <laughs> Technical difficulties. We could, we could we could sketch something up for you. All right, on today's show we're going to be talking uh, lots. There's no particular order. Uh, we I try to put them in order, but we're going to be talking about uh, what we've been playing. We're going to be talking about uh, an exploit that's happening in Destiny right now. Um, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame video game Hall of Fame. We're going to be talking about PlayStation a couple of patents that they've they've done. We're going to be talking about the Mixer debacle that's going on. We're going to be talking about Star Wars on EA. We're going to be talking about uh, Bungie's new IP. We're going to be talking about Batman, Sarge. We're going to be talking about Michael Keaton, specifically. That's right, Ooh. a 30-year-old Batman character. Batman. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Xbox. We're going to be talking about Marvel with Crystal Dynamics. And we're going to be talking about CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. If you guys are joining us for the very first time, this is Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. If you'd like to catch all the past broadcasts, we have a 221 other than this one up on YouTube channel, or you can go to 30instillgaming.live and watch all the past broadcasts there. And you can also listen to our daily, uh, our daily podcast uh, audio version, GXG Micro Episodes, over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. All right, so let's get started. There are no alerts, so those of you that are new here, if you're following, if you're subbing, if you're doing any of that stuff, you won't see any of that because this is a podcast and it goes off to other sources, and I don't want to hear the ding-ding and all the other stuff coming up all the time. So welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, Sarge, so what have you been playing in the last week? Grinding like a crazy bitch. (laughs) I've been playing Destiny for like, I think every day for about five hours every day. Oh, so you, you've like it, you've now had a part time job, part time job of, uh... yeah, yeah. So if I if I work, if I work, I do two hours before I go to work, and then I do like three or four when I get home, and then if I don't work, <laughs> it's all day. <laughs> I just I wanted to see because I haven't played I haven't played a season since uh, Shadowkeep, right? So I wanted to see how long it would actually take. So. Basically, I do every bounty possible. The, from, let's say from, it's a Tuesday. From let's who? say let's say tu- a Tuesday reset. It's a Tuesday reset. Okay. I okay. do I do all the bounties from the gunsmith. I do all the bounties from the reclamator. Okay, and then I go to the moon and I pick up Eris's uh, bounties, not the nightmare bounties, unless we're hanging out. Okay, I won't do the nightmare unless you're we're hanging out, right? So then, once I do all those, then I go back and I pick up the randos for the gunsmith and the randos. For the reclamator, okay. and then do the randos for Eris. So then do a whole set of randos, just one set, because it's a lot of glimmer. Okay, 
And so I've been doing this daily. Okay. What I found out is this. There is no casual gamer for this game. There's no casual gamer. You can't you cannot get to the end of that season without doing what I'm doing. Right. right? And, and 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 have some time to like hang out and relax for a while. Instead of being like, I'm gonna run out of time. I gotta do this. I'm gonna run out of time. Like, and I'm running two characters. I'm not doing three. You're out of your minds. I'm doing two. You have to average about eight hours a week, though. Eight hours a week for twelve weeks to get the hundred levels. That's with no. That's with no bonuses or anything like that. That's just getting your stuff and turning it in. If you're a casual player, right? right? Some people don't even know you can get bonuses by being with 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 people on the actual planet. And that's doubling. That doubles your time. I know. If you're doing this, right. if you're turning in stuff by yourself, stop it. Just stop it. Just find a buddy. As a matter of fact, join on any rando. Anybody. Just join. Just join in real quick. Send him a hi. Say hey, buddy, and just dump all your quests immediately, and then run. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't, don't even say hi. Let me, let me, just just come in, drop your stuff, and get the hell out. Yeah. Just a little sidebar here, right? If 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 they didn't want you to play with somebody, okay. Why not just give me the XP I'm supposed to get without being with somebody, right? And if that's the way it's going to be, then why don't you sell something in the Eververse, like a crash test dummy that I activate, and he shows up next to me, and it's a crash test dummy looks like a guardian, and that's my buddy, and I get to get double XP because I used him instead right. of having to jump on somebody. Give me something to buy, you know? Like, I don't understand the double XP with a friend, but fuck you if you're by yourself. Right. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get it. They want you to play with each other, but let's not matchmake. Let's. I want. We want you to play with people to get double XP. Group up, but then there's no matchmaking. Remember that. All right. So, so what level are you right now? Like, what level are you? I just hit forty-one, forty-two. Okay. Now, guess what level? Guess what level I am. Uh, I'm gonna say in the sixties, seventies. Eighty-eight. Jesus. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Like yeah. A crazy person. Like a crazy. You shouldn't. See, you. Sh the reason why I'm doing it is because I want to be able to relax for the rest of the season where I'm like, hey, uh, if I feel like playing today, I can play but you're, today. You're playing more than one character, though. Two. Yeah, I'm playing Two. one. I'm playing one. Yeah. I'm playing one. I don't... Two. I haven't played... I, I, I dip every week, though, into the Titan and my Warlock just to do the weeklies. And that's it. I do turn in the weeklies with them. And then I go back to my hunter, and then I I level up the the recaster. It's I, madness. I think I think the recaster is a is a good attempt to what they're trying to do, but poorly executed is is what I think. So far, the best the best create your own weapon was the chalice. It still to me is the chalice. Yeah, the, the menagerie and the chalice. The chalice to me yeah. is the quintessential destiny. I'm gonna build my own thing, and while you're playing the actual game, right, you would get runes. Like from doing strikes and whatnot, you were getting runes, so it didn't deviate you at all. You'd go out, farm some stuff, play the game, and then make a couple things, and then go to the trophy room. It worked out well. This is this is why we always say it's it's all trial and error. They're seeing which versions of the which versions of the weapon making works better. That's what they're doing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why it would, it'd be doing. I don't the, have time uh... for anything else. I want to play Elder Scrolls. I want to play Skyrim. I, I was having this conversation the other night. I can't, I, can't, I, can't get it, I can't get it in my frame of mind right now. I got to focus on 100. Once I get 100, once I got the season 100, then I'll take a little break, put down Destiny. I don't have to worry about running out of time anymore, and I'll go play something else for a little bit. Well, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later, but the, the Marvel game that came out, 
or didn't come out, but that, that they showed. I'm, I'm getting a little bit more excited about it. I don't want to go into it, but I've been playing Destiny as well, and we played we played Division last night. We played Division 2 last night. We did the 99% of the first uh, Manhunt. We still have to kill the boss. There's something about that game, man. I, I like it, but I don't like it enough to, to play it as much as I play Destiny. But then when I play Destiny, I'm like, I don't want to play Destiny because I'm tired of doing that that same old loop, okay? So here, this will go into the next, the next story, the first story, right? So the first story that I want to bring up is about Destiny. And people are like, I love Destiny. Destiny is the greatest game ever created in the history of games. And it's so good, right? And this is where the story comes in. So Destiny 2 Exploits lets players farm the dungeon loot forever. Okay? Now think about this. I love playing Destiny. I think it's great that I can go grind for stuff and yada yada. Then you have the people that are like, I hate that I only can do this once a week. I hate that I only can do this three times a week. I hate that I can do this. They love it so much, but they hate about it is that they can't get the loot that they want because they're stingy with loot, right? Talk about Division. Division literally just drops loot all over the place and it's like, here, here's the loot. You decide what you want to do with it, right? You can trash it. You can bring it in the recalibration. You can do a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know why Destiny and Bungie are just so like, no, you get one engram at the end of this thing, right? You might get a blue, maybe get a purple as you're running through a strike. So here's the exploit. Okay, so Bungie, um, it was reported by a YouTube cheese uh, forever is the prophecy loot ex exploits gives players a game-breaking way to score fast XP, umbral engrams, altered elements, and plenty of loot. Basically, players kill the final boss in the Prophecy Dungeon, but don't claim the loot. And instead, leave the mission, change characters. This will give the player the treasure room checkpoint, okay? And then which will be used to spawn back into the dungeon at this point in time, okay? At that point, re-entering the checkpoint will instantly get you the loot, and if the original character goes back in, and then the checkpoint will be removed. So players should avoid using it on that character. This also works with friends, who can be added to the fire team and then checkpoint load. During the slipstream animation, the checkpoint owner should switch characters, which will then kick him out of the party, but the rest of the fire team will load in and claim the loot. And they can just keep doing this over and over and over. Is it patched now, Skippy? Okay, but here's the, here's, here's the conversation. Things like this happen all the time and everyone it's not the, it's not the minority because if it was the minority it wouldn't be a big deal it wouldn't get a report it wouldn't be on podcasts and they wouldn't patch it right because if there's only a small amount of people doing it they'd be like don't worry about it okay but when the majority of the population moves over okay moves over to doing this Bungie's like oh we got to fix this and by this is where the conversation comes in the conversation comes in why does the why does the community why do you guys why do we okay keep saying that this game is so great and yet we try to find the 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 smallest little crack to go no I want to run this because I get better loot well it's been it's been tested many times with different streamers like the Imago loop okay uh, there are a few other other guns where somebody had run the dungeon or run the activity like 250 300 times and even after they got 300 of the same gun, okay, they still couldn't find the one gun that they were looking for. 
okay the 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 perks on it that they wanted right and that's them grinding like a crazy person so now i find a way to to get 200 or 300 of them in a day instead of a week okay and i still can't get it and they're like no right you're not you are not allowed to do that right you are not allowed to try to get the stuff that you want to get quickly right you must you must grind like a crazy person until you get the gun i i don't i don't understand why it is that we have to do this all right it's it's not a huge deal, right? To drop loot and then get rid of it. Like it's no good. Right. It's not your thing. Just get rid of it, right? We already know. Okay. Anybody who's been playing Destiny for more than two or three years knows that their their RNG is not RNG. Okay. If if I use the if I use the recaster and I focused the uh, the scout rifle auto rifle and because that's what I wanted, right? And I did twelve uh, focuses. Okay. I opened up ten. Okay, ten in a row was the scout rifle. The last two, right? That's the, were, were, that's not our, auto rifle. That's not RNG. Now, if I now if I if I flip a coin, if I flip a coin twelve times, I'm pretty sure it's gonna get real close. Might be six five, uh, you know, or, or, right, or seven, five four. Right, right, right. You know, right? It's gonna get close. But there's no such thing as RNG where you're gonna get ten of the same thing and two more of the other. Okay, that's not RNG. It's not random. Okay, it's a kind of random. It's a pseudo random. Like I get it, right? You don't want people to get what they want. You want us to keep playing. Right, you want that I, carrot. I, yeah, yeah, you want that I, carrot. I, I, I get it, right? But the number of perks on a gun now and the perk pool on each gun is so numerous that the chances of you getting your gun are it's like winning the lottery. Right, getting it's the gun. Like, getting the it's gun. It's literally like winning the lottery. Not even getting the gun with the roll on it. So why can't you just let the stuff drop? It's not like it's going to come out. Let it just fall so I get excited at least by it's there. Well, this, I don't get it. this, this goes into the... I talked about it on other podcasts, and I've talked about it for this for years. The loot system in this game is broke. It's broke. And, and stuff like this, little things like this where people try to... When the menagerie was broke. When, circumvent right, the time. Circumvent the time of you trying to get the, the drop. Right, we we love playing the game. We all love playing the game. I love playing Destiny, right? But I see it, George. I'm sorry, I'm ruining it for you. You know, that's just it's just the way it is. I've seen the wizard. I've seen the wizard behind the curtain. It's not the Wizard of Oz, right? It's an old guy behind the curtain pretending he's the Wizard of Oz, and that's what I've seen with the with the leveling system in this game. The leveling system in this game is not a true leveling system. It's just kind of like disguised. And personally, for me, it's been exposed, and I'm like. I, when you guys see a gun and people want to grind for that certain weapon to drop and they go for 40 times, 100 times, 200 times, let them have it. Good for you. Personally, for me, I look at it and go, no, because if I take 200 times to get that and I finally get it and now it's being taken away, let's just say I'm a casual gamer, okay, and I play, let's say, six hours a week, eight hours a week. I see a YouTuber say, hey... The gnawing hunger is the gun to get. And you're like, oh, cool. Okay, I want to get the gnawing hunger. I know the gnawing hunger right now is in the in the, in the the recaster stuff, okay? But what I'm saying is, let's just say it's a gun that you only can get in a strike or a raid. And I only have six hours to go get that gun a week. I get it. Miraculously, the first time I go, not the role I want. I'm like, nope, that's not what the streamer told me to get. The streamer and the YouTuber said I need to get this role and this role on it. Okay, I'll try next week. Bing, bada, boom, 200 times later. Well, if I only play once a week, okay, 
at six hours or eight hours, and I'm only going for that gun, okay, every week. I've done, never it, see I've done it 40 times. I've done it 100 times. My never RNG, I'll never get it, maybe. Someone might do it the first time, boom, get it right away. Other people might do it in the 50, 70. That shouldn't be a thing. That should not be a thing. It should be like, I didn't get it this time. It should go up a percentage. Like next time I do it, something, you need, something. You don't need. You don't need to up any percentages of anything. All you have to do is let it be random, like a true random. That's all. Not a random with a skewed mark on the side with a little asterisk and a guy, the guy from Bungie doing this. Like it's not. It's not random. Right. I get it. Right. It's, it's just. It's. It's sad. It's sad that they're so scared. Right. With and, and that's that. Mm. I can't speak. I, my brain's going too fast. The guns in the game are numerous enough with the list of perks matching those weapons are big enough that for you to get a random roll that you want would take hours, hours, like hundreds of hours. Right. Just let it happen. Just, Just let the rolls come. Right. What's with the restriction? How how worried are you that if somebody gets a gun, like they're going to go, I got the gun. That's Pack it. it up. That's it. I, Content's I, I, done. I, I, Context right. done. Uh, no one's going to run I'm, that ever again. And I'm going to leave. Like, it, just let me build. Listen, I, if I have it in my head what kind of build I'm looking for, and I want that gun to be the, 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 the starting point of the build, just let it be possible for me to actually get the weapon. Like, I shouldn't have to play an entire season and then look at all my friends get it, and I happen to be the guy on the low end of the RNG pool who's never going to see this gun, and I'm going to go, oh, that was... It was nice for me to try to get it that season, but I couldn't get it that season. Right. right. Maybe next season. Right. Like, why can't you just let the guns fall, man? I, 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 I want to want to play. Right. They make you. It, it's almost like if if you played long enough and you're in that and you're you're in that grouping where you don't get a gun, you're like, I don't feel like playing today because you know you're not getting it. Every like, should you have that feeling? Yeah, should you have the yeah. feeling of not wanting to play today? I, I think every day you should be like, "Man, I'm going to get some stuff today. Let's do this." Every time I don't get something, I see the scene from Jerry Maguire where he's talking, he's like, "Let me uh, make make you help me." Right? Like, let help let let, let me help let, you, right? Like, let me help Help me. Right. Help me help you. <laughs> right. Help, help me, me help you, help right? And it's like why does it need to be this way? It doesn't need to be this way. And when I go back over to Division, the worst thing about Division, it, it just hits too close to home right now. Like, what's happening in the world right now? You play Division, you're like, man, this is a fucking downer of a game. It's like, it, it, it's like the Simpsons predicted it, right? Because the Simpsons predict everything, but yet Division is literally living in reality right now. And you're like, yeah. this is a fun game to play. I love the loot system. I love the intentionality to where to get the, the equipment and gear. Destiny, all they have to do is make something like that happen. If they can make something where it's intentional, I get on, I'm like, I want this gun, go for this in this little section, and then next week it moves to a different section, it, it'll revive everything that's happening in, in, in that game. All right. So that's... Moving on. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Move. All right. So the next story I want to talk about is uh, Sony patents, right? Sony has a couple of patents they've done. Uh, if you guys are subbing, I appreciate it. I, there's no alerts on this thing. I, I, I really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, Sony's patent could mean big things for PlayStation 5's uh, UI. Let me, uh, let me turn this microphone so you guys can hear me a little bit. 
so the anticipation for the PlayStation 5 is mounting up for Sony, and many are expecting the PlayStation 5 to be a significant step forward to successful PlayStation franchises. Now, while the UI may not be primary concern for all players, improving menus can increase how accessible a console is and seems the next generation will provide a significant improvement on the last. Now, the patent details the UI system that allows players to utilize uh, and access multiple applications simultaneously. This is a significant departure from the PlayStation 4 that follows a linear menu system that, that means that players have to return back to the home screen to access another application. Uh, so being able to, to access the screen quickly while running other applications will undoubtedly please the PlayStation 5 players and much needed step forward. So this is what it looks like, I guess. And we'll bring this up on screen. But didn't didn't Xbox do this when we did that multiple window thing? What was that? What was that 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 option called uh, when they when they came out with the Xbox with the Connect and they got rid of the Connect? But it, it was that option was still there. Like, you could do picture in picture. You could do picture in right. picture. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 it was snap. called Snap. There, there you go, Douglas. Thank you. Snap. Yes. Like, so why? What? What? I'm curious to know why. Why is this is an option for the PlayStation? What? What do you need that for? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I know, I know, you, I know. Culture itself is you got to multitask. Even though most most men can't multitask, and women love to multitask, and they can, right? So I don't know. I don't know since since the video game is almost fifty fifty now. I guess half the population that owns a PlayStation will love this, and the other half will be like, I don't know. But we're we're so we're so like if you looked at my screen right now. I have three screens in front of me. I got multiple programs open. That's what I feel like this is. Like I'm playing a game. Let's let's just look at the the scenario, right? I'm playing Spider Man, Streamers? right? Streamers. Let's say I'm playing Spider Man, all right? And I'm like, oh, hold on a second. I want to take a screenshot. Pop pop. Screen. Go back to the home screen. Take a screenshot. Post it to my my Twitter account to to launch it. I don't know. Maybe it is towards streamers. Maybe it's towards other people. I really don't know what this is for. But I'm okay with them doing the multitasking stuff. It's just the reason, like, why did it take them 20 years to figure it out? Did technology finally catch up and now they can do it? Because now you can play music, right? You got your music and then you can look at your albums. But if you're looking at photos, do you really need to be playing a game at that very moment? Do you really need to be jumping back and forth between, hey, look, here's my baby pictures of my newborn and I'm playing uh, Red Dead Redemption. And then I jump back over to the other game. Like yep. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know what do this I, is for. Do I, do I do I need that on the screen? But wasn't it? But I I was pretty sure that the PlayStation was able to play the album you wanted while you were playing the game you liked. That was the whole thing. People were right. People were putting their own background music to albums on the game. They were like, like if you're playing God of War, you're playing like death metal in the background. Like that was already an option. So how many more things do I need on the screen while I'm playing a game? Unless it's for streamers, is it maybe for streamers? Maybe. I, like they're trying to they're trying to get maybe uh, gamers on that level. I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I want my pro Bravo? I want my processor. I want my processor to be concentrating on my game. Right. I want. I don't want. I don't want any resources divvying to like anything else going on in the game. I want sixty frames. I want processing power where it's supposed to be. How many other things are we doing? Right. And they got a patent for it, so they're serious. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I just don't understand like the multitasking as access uh, of it. I mean. Kudos, like great. I guess it's a bonus, but I want sixty frames. I want if it comes out like five years. From, if it comes out five years from now, saying that all this multitasking stuff, they sacrificed one hundred and twenty frames per second type of thing. I'll be like, 
Fuck your Spotify. I don't I don't care about listening to music and watching like pictures while I'm playing a video game. I want 60 frames of solid game for, uh, of gameplay when I'm playing a game. I think I think it's in, this is we're encroaching more and more towards Ready Player One, and this is like another step. Like they're 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 laying the groundwork for Ready Player One. So the, this is this is how we're going. By the way, Ready Player One is 2045, guys. Just so everybody's aware. Oh, so we're close. 20, we're, we're getting closer. 20, 20, 2045. That's we got that's, that's a blink. That's a blink of an eye. That's that's almost right around the corner. Yep. All right. So there's a, there's another act, there's another patent on top of this one. Okay. This one. I don't understand either. Maybe Chad can explain it to me. But this is another patent that PlayStation's doing. Okay, so PlayStation's introducing a new identification system. Okay? This sounds this sounds bad already, right? Just just putting it out there. All right, so the patent shared by PatentScope details an identification system that will stop videos of gameplay being shared on the internet anonymously. This patent is a player identification system for identifying the players from recorded video content. It seems that the frames of the video clips will identify the player through a character and name recognition, okay, which will then allow players to have content um, to them correctly, given to them correctly. While the PlayStation 5 players may not upload publicly, this technology could also help with players who share videos with friends and want to prove the validation of their images. All right, this is not a huge change to the gaming experience, but this does look like a step forward in terms of social sharing. Now, my question is, and I love this, I love patent pictures. These are the best, right? This looks like it was thought up in like a bar and they drew it on a napkin. Like this is this is the this is the picture. It's two two stick figures. It almost looks like an old old version of Pong that they've 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 done here. <laughs> I, I I don't I, I I don't know I don't know why. <laughs> right. Right? I, I just don't understand. It, the score if you got if you're not if you're not seeing is three two to the left. Three two to the left, this guy's winning. <laughs> and his and, and his light level's one ten. He's ten under the, the other guy who's got one twenty. So that's his light level. Yeah. Okay, look. If I send you a video that that somebody sent me and I send it to you. Does it is it saying that I'm calling? I'm going to call you. Is, I'm going to I'm going to call you a liar. Credible? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to call you a liar. Is that you, Sarge? That's not your guy, is it? There's no way I'm, that's your video that you just sent me from your PlayStation, is it? I'm curious. I'm curious to know what the real reason for this patent would be for. Like validating someone's identification so the content that I'm sending you is valid. That seems a little strange. No, I, I can tell you what the patent's for, which they didn't they didn't say. Again, these are just my opinions solely, not representation of Generation X Gaming or anyone affiliated with, with 30 and Still Gaming here. Okay? It looks like the patent for the first fighting game <laughs> yeah. is what it looks like. I have an idea for two guys fighting, and they'll keep track of it. <laughs> I guarantee you this is for, this is for companies. This is 100% for companies. Okay, so let's just say, and again, this is just my speculation. This is encoding if, let's say, uh, a leak comes out, Sarge, and all of a sudden there's video out there, and they're like, this leak is coming from an anonymous source. It won't be anonymous anymore because whatever PlayStation you got, it's, it's right. tagged, they'll and, know, and they'll, they'll know. know where they get it from. Exactly, I like right? I don't like that. So that's what I think this is for. 
Yeah, that that sounds more plausible. But they do make it sound really, really like customer friendly up here, huh? If you want to share this with your friends, I I share my with my friends right now. I'm like, hey, look, this is a clip from my Red Dead Redemption. I just shot a horse and this, and here I send it to you, and someone goes, I like it. They're trying to they're trying to probably cut down on leaks. I I think I think this is more towards companies to 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 find out leaks and different things like that. I don't know. That's just what I think. Chat, what do you guys think? What do you what do you think? Yeah, this is this is pre-rendered PlayStation 5 Mortal Kombat right here. That's what this is. Can you put the link in the in the in the chat for the patent where the, what site that is? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a look I want to take a look at that. There's there's the patent. Maybe you guys could uh you guys can look at it a little bit more, but that's just my speculation on it. I don't know. I just think it's a weird patent, right? We see a lot of patents come across, and you look at some of the stuff, like when Call of Duty had their patents about when someone sees you using a machine gun and you want that gun, you got killed by it, you're allowed to go to the store and purchase that gun right right away, and then yeah. you're put in a lobby with other people that don't have that gun to make you feel better about yourself, right? <laughs> well, the good part is, not only now can you share that with somebody, but they'll know it's you. Right. right. I don't know. Oh man, that's that's, uh, that's that that's that story. All right, so the next story, <laughs> the next story, chat. If you guys are just joining us, Generation X Gaming Weekly Podcast goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. We rant along the way. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you. All right, so Microsoft uh, is shutting down Mixer and moving streaming to Facebook. Now everyone wants to know thirty. Thirty. Did you know? You, you left just in time. Did you know? I had no idea. But I did have an idea because I'm a human being and I can sense things when people just stop talking to you. Okay? When I first got to Mixer, this is a true story. When I first got to Mixer, I had issues with my stream and I literally hit the button, like a call button, like you're calling a stewardess. I went, I went, bing. And like all of a sudden a guy came into my channel and was like, how can I help you? And I was like, is this dude real? Is that a bot? I don't know what this is. All right? And he's like, what's, what's the problem? Somebody in the chat couldn't watch me from their Xbox or whatever. And they're like, oh, just go to your settings and this and this and this. And they helped like that. And I was like, wow, this is fucking service. All right. A couple months went by. The first year was great. The second year started getting a little tapered off. And then in about July or August, before the deal went through with, with Ninja, and I'm not, I'm not blaming Ninja, okay, they... Uh, they don't talk anymore. Like you would ask a question, you did some surveys, no one would get back to you. And uh, it was weird. And I was like, okay. Then they signed, they signed the big guys. We'll just say the big guys overall. I won't, I won't name anybody in individual, right? You guys know. So they, they, they bring all these people over and all of a sudden, as soon as they brought the big guys over, everybody else was like pushed off the edge of the cliff. Go ahead, Sarge. Go ahead. No, you see, you got online, and all yeah. you heard was this. Yeah. Can I? Right. Can I? Can I get a? Can I get a help in my stream, please, Mixer? Mixer, are you there? Mixer, Mixer, are you there? No. Okay. So it's like nobody would help you. Nobody got back to your emails. Nobody got anything. I went for partnership in November. Okay. I got denied, which is fine. But then I got an email saying, "Hey, you didn't make it." But we would like to send an invitation out to you. Starting January, you can start the loyalty program. And I was like, all right, cool. Right? So the loyalty program is like the affiliate program over on Twitch. And I was like, great. I didn't get partnered, but they're giving you a sub button in January. January came and went. February came and went. 
March came and went, right? Here we are. And I was like, you know what? I had this feeling back in November. I was like, should I make the jump? Should I make the jump? Should I make the jump? I talked to a bunch of people. They were like, yeah, you should make the jump. So then two weeks ago, I decided to make the jump and that's what I did, right? So we've been back on Twitch for two weeks and two days. It, they were just terrible at what they did. And then they decided to sell it off or give it basically to Facebook, right? They bought out all the big guys, which these guys are the luckiest people on the face of the planet Earth right now. They got their contract up after eight months or whatever, less than eight months for some of them. Got their, got their contract, and then they got to choose where they wanted to go afterwards. And right now, we're, I think we're still waiting. I don't think Shroud has chosen. I think he's coming back to Twitch. I, I don't think Ninja is where he's going yet. I know Gathalian announced that he's going to Facebook, right? And that, Which makes sense because he's got uh, one of his other guys from Rare, uh, Rare Drop over there, uh, Tim. So I think Ninja's waiting for like a price bet, right? Because supposedly public knowledge here that facebook it's a rumor yeah what's well, it's a rumor it's it's public knowledge rumor that yeah. facebook offered him double what he was getting at at mixer right and that's just astronomically high okay if that's the if that's the proof and he doesn't want to go there okay what's the deal right twitch doesn't need to pay him anything they're just like no we're not if you want to come back you already left you got your money if you want to come back you just come back right you can stream so it's just crazy what they've done. So it says Microsoft announced today that the company will be shutting down its streaming service on July 22nd and will partner with Facebook Gaming moving forward. The shutdown starts today with the transition to planned layout Microsoft for Mixer streamers and uh, Mixer partners will be granted partner status with Facebook Gaming. The platform will, will honor and match all existing partner agreements and closing as possible. Okay, according to the blog detailing to change, several big name streamers as Ninja and Shroud moved to Twitch exclusively to Mixer this year. On Twitter, popular streamer King Gathalian announced uh, he would be moving to Facebook earlier this year. Uh, he signed a deal with Stream Exclusive on Mixer. Now, it also appears that Mixer streamers' employees and partners weren't giving any heads up about shutdown. That's just a scumbag move. Okay, Kotaku has reached out to Mixer and affected streamers for, for more information. Uh, update. As of uh, the 22nd, about an hour after the news broke, Ninja tweeted his first public comment about the shutdown. He's explained that he has some decisions to make and didn't give any more details about streaming plans moving forward. Uh, another update, same day, we asked the company if they warned to talk to any streamers before announcing the shutdown of Microsoft reported, and it does not discuss any specifics of personal or partner decisions. Currently, many of the streamers on Mixer's front page are streaming worrying that their futures are trying to figure out where the hell their next step is going to be. In real time, some of these are asking their chat for advice on which service to move to. And next, they may seem angry about the lack of warning. Uh, the Verge reports that many of the big streamers, such as Ninja, will be a free to return to Twitch or go to another platform. Uh, the head of Facebook Gaming told The Verge that the decision on where Mixer streamers go next will be up to them and not their priorities. All right. So they're just like, look, just get off our platform. We're trying to clear it off so we can get the. So basically what Microsoft did was move the technology over. So they had some good technology over on Mixer as far as the FTL, which is faster than light, where here on Twitch, if I talk chat, here's me a couple, a couple of um, a, a couple of stuff seconds later where Mixer, I could talk to chat and it was like having a conversation with you right now. Right, it was instantaneous, which was nice. I like their their stickers that they had on there. They were very vibrant. I like the way they did with chat, where it integrated stuff. They have some technology they're scooting on over to Facebook. Now, the real reason Microsoft is doing this is because of Project X Cloud. 
Okay. I said this the other day, a couple days ago when it, when it broke, I said, I pro I, they're probably doing this because of project X cloud. Now I've played project X cloud and it's fantastic. Okay. What they're trying to do is what Google Stadia is trying to do. As far as when you're playing a game, if someone's streaming the game and they're playing the game, you can literally click on the link and boom, it brings you right into the game. You can start playing the game. Okay. Well, project X Cloud's probably going to be synced up with your, you know, uh, game pass and your Xbox account or whatever. So if you're watching someone playing the game on PC, on mobile, on your iPad, on your Android device, and I'm watching a streamer and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, what game is that? Oh, they're playing uh, Halo Infinite. Great. Halo Infinite. Boom. Link. You click on it, opens it up right, right on your screen. And you can start playing the game like that. I mean, alone, you got to remember, there's 2 billion people on Facebook. 2 billion people now can just click a link to go where? To Game Pass. Right? To go to Microsoft's Game Pass. So Microsoft's like, hey, look, you can have Mixer. You can make your gaming site much better, and we'll let you have it, right? And we'll keep the prior, the the IP, the intellectual property of the technology that they're doing to make it better, because Microsoft wasn't really making money off of this, right? They were hemorrhaging money in Mixer, so there's like, hey, only, only because only because they didn't get enough views for the advertisers. That's what it is. Correct, correct, <clears throat> right? So I think this is a smart decision by Microsoft um, to just for that link alone when they when they integrate it. And all of a sudden you're playing Project X Cloud and I'm, I'm watching you on my iPad and then all of a sudden I can play the game because of Project X Cloud. You can literally play any game on any device once that drops. So it's a it's a it's a big it's a big move. It's a shitty move on Mixer part. But but let's be honest, all the all the streamers business is business. That are on Mixer, that's right. All the streamers that are on Mixer, okay, is is not is is are not employees. They're not they're not treated as employees. They are the product. The product was there in order to bring eyeballs in, in order to sell ad space, right? So if it wasn't working out, letting go of the product and starting a new product is all you have to do. You're not getting rid of employees, right? Right? Because you're not paying out you're not paying out of pocket yourself. You're paying out of pocket from the advertisers, right? 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 So telling everybody to go, you know, hit the hit the bricks. Is just standard business. Now, sure, it sucks. Sure, some people win, some people lose in that aspect. But as far as the platform is concerned, that goes to show you. I'm not sure if it's loyalty or lazy. Like, I I don't want to go to another. I don't want to go to another site. I don't want to have another thing on my plan. You know, people just want the one thing, and that's it. I got the channel I want. I don't have to look at the rest of these channels. Another platform on my computer. It was they're like, nope, I'm out. 0.02% growth year over year is redonkulous. Right. It's redonkulous. Right? It would go up by like 3% if there were bots, right? You you would at least got some bots in there. You would have, you would have got something, but 0.02% growth is horrendous. Right. Yeah, they the, the 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 paid the paid I don't want to say all the partners, but the big guys, whoever whoever had a contract, whoever they signed to a contract on Mixer had to know way ahead of time had to know because probably in their contract it said hey this was the stipulation of whatever now that mixer's folding up and moving over to to facebook they're like well we had to pay them out so they had to know ahead of time what was going on i would assume this didn't happen overnight for us non-partners and stuff it happened overnight for employees it happened overnight but mixer behind the scenes contracts take weeks and months 
to get all these things put together, right? That's just one person. If you had hundreds of people and hundreds of contracts and hundreds of things to do, that's going to take multiple... They knew when they went silent back last year, when I couldn't get in contact with everyone and I got a blanket little fucking email instead of a, hey, 30, how are you? All right. And instead I got the, uh, thanks for listening and you're getting a response within 48 hours. When that shit started happening, that's when it started. They started knowing what was going on behind the scenes, right? That's exactly when they knew they were going on behind the scenes. So that's, uh, that's the mixer. All right. So I have this other article here. Now, this makes me wonder why they rejected it. Okay, so Shroud and Ninja, this is coming from Game Rant. New reports claim that former Mixer streamers Ninja and Shroud were offered bigger contracts to transition to Facebook gaming. Okay. When the news announced, the familiar Mixer and, and curious about what the developments meant for Tyler Ninja Belvis and Michael Shroud, both left Twitch at some point for the top streamers of the platform and hoped they were would help Mixer grow. Of course, their transition also included very lucrative contracts, which were bought out uh, by part of Mixer's shutdown. Now, neither Shroud or Ninja announced that their plans were moving forward, but it does not seem that Facebook gaming figures into their decisions. According to several reports, Ninja and Shroud were offered contract extensions and even larger contracts by Facebook gaming than both streamers were not interested. I mean, they're smart business people, right? They know that if they go to Facebook, they'd rather go back to Twitch because they could probably make more money on Twitch because their loyal fan base that was there before they left instead of going to Facebook and having yet another divide in cuz cuz now the people that were on Mixer that followed them over to Mixer some will right. go over to to Facebook but then he's building up again okay right. these guys that feel betrayed now are going to go back to Twitch but if he goes back to Twitch and all the people that didn't leave these people are like oh go back to Twitch and they'll all just move over to Twitch not knowing a new a new I, uh, UI and all all the stuff so it just seems a very smart decision on their part i mean look they're not successful because they're not smart business people okay they're successful because they are smart business people so of course they made the good decision of not going to facebook in their particular case not saying going to facebook is bad for somebody it might be better for somebody else but bad for these two right so your group is your group exactly right your group I, is your group. at this point i know there's there's streamers out there that are terrified right now Right. I was terrified and I already knew I had people that were going to follow me anyway. But when you have no certainty of what's going to happen to you or you were just going for partnership and then you're all of a sudden now the thing that you built I, I up. Feel, I, I feel bad for all the middle ground people. Yeah. If you, I, I if feel you were bad there for, for two years. They were busting their ass. They're working hard. They're, like, they're trying to get their numbers in. Now you got to start over. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It's, it's just like working for a, a but, corporation. However, However, I would think I, I think that the people that were on Mixer, I think, I, I, I probably think that they would go bounce back to Twitch. I think than go to Facebook. I'm 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 not a huge Facebook guy myself. I don't even care. I wouldn't go there if you paid me. So I I don't like Facebook. I don't go. I, I sometimes I say thanks for happy birthday, thanks for Father's Day, and that's that's I about told it. you. I told you the only reason why I have a Facebook account. Is so I can edit photographs that people keep sending about these things I did in my life, and I can say no. That's about it. <laughs> that's that's the only reason why I got a Facebook account. Like I've been tagged somewhere, and I'm like, let me see that picture. Let me see if I remember that. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm gonna veto that one. Monkey, you think 90% will end up on Twitch? Yeah. I I, I look. Facebook is still growing. They what a two year two year old gaming platform, right? Maybe a little over two years. 
one of the reasons I left Mixer is because I didn't want to go through the growing stages with them. They were fucking up left and right, and I was like, I'm going back to Twitch. They know what they're doing. Even though I know everyone's like, well, Twitch fucks up all the time, but they've already gone through that growing pains of what works and what doesn't, and now they're just trying to pick out the weeds. Do you know what I'm saying? They, they've made it to a point where Mixer is just, they're, they're not doing very well, and obviously they, they sold it off. And now Facebook Gaming, to say three years from now, once they're like five years old, if it's better, sure, but you have to go through that growing process over there. And do you want to do you want to do that? So that's a so good good for Ninja man. I dis, Doctor Disrespect. He made me laugh the other day. Okay, because he made fun of Shroud when he left Twitch and made fun of him. He's like, "Oh, you go to Mixer. Yeah, good luck to you, right?" And then eight months later, now he got bought out. And he's coming back to Twitch, so he made his lump sum of money and doesn't have to finish out his contract. And Disrespect was like, hey, I'm Shroud. I went over there and worked for eight months and didn't have to do anything. And now he's back over here and he's like, he's like God damn it. Like, he's all pissed because he could have went over there and did the same thing, but he chose Sour not grapes. to. Yeah, no, it's, it was grapes, funny. Yeah. It, he's, Sour a, grapes. he's a great entertainer, and it was just, oh, yeah. it was just funny, yeah. So... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next the next story I want to talk about is we saw we saw um the new the new Star Wars Squadrons that's coming out by EA, okay? So the article says Star Wars Squadrons means what it means for Battlefront 3, okay? It means it's dead. So Star Wars fans are highly anticipated in the October release of Star Wars Squadrons and it all goes well, it will debut and could mean Battlefront 3 is in the cards. One that improves upon the flaws of Battlefront 2 and incorporates the strengths and squadrons brings to the table. Star Wars Squadrons is uh, is being developed by Motive Studios and published by Electronic Arts and promises to give players opportunity to soar through the sky as a starfighter pilot in both Imperial New Republic. Now, Battlefront 2 developer EA Dice, alongside uh, the game's motivated studios, have published by EA, was released in 2017, but Squadrons certainly is not the first Star Wars game released since then, since the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order receiving critical acclaim upon its release last year. Now, with the second installment of the Battlefront franchise not achieving the same uh, success as its predecessor did in the slash hope for the future of Battlefront 3. Uh, however, the Star Wars Squadron released in October 22nd this year, right in time for the holiday season, and success could uh, initialize EA's pursuit for Battlefront 3 even after the dismantled launch of Battlefront 2. Now, First off, Battlefront 3, they were already working on before they launched Battlefront 2, right? Because it's two years. Two years. Two years before it was Battlefront 1. Then it was Battlefront 2. And they were supposed to launch the same times as the movies. But then Last Jedi came out. And when The Last Jedi came out, they launched their, their, their DLC for it. And people started... People started looking at Last Jedi and were like, ugh. Right? And then Star Wars Battlefront was picking up steam because they got rid of the microtransactions. They started adding stuff. It's actually a really good game, pretty good game uh, at the end of the two-year cycle, three-year cycle now. But when Last Jedi came out, people started wobbling with Star Wars. Okay? And then the Battlefront thing came out and they were like wobbly because of the microtransactions. So it was like a one-two punch, right? Microtransactions, we didn't trust you. Then they fixed it right away, and then Last Jedi came out, and then Star Wars fans were just like, "Up, I'm out. All right, I'm I'm done." Okay, Battlefront Three. They they said this years ago. They said every other year was supposed to be a Battlefront, Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefield. Right. Well, we had a Battlefront, which was also a big mess up 
by by EA. Okay, the Battlefront Five. So they canceled Battle Battle Battlefield 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 Five. Sorry. So then they canceled, not officially because they they never announced it, but they put Battlefront Three on the on the chopping block. They're like, "Mm, no, no. And then Respawn came out and said, "Hey, we have this game." And they're like, oh, okay, that's right. You guys were working on a Jedi game. That's right. So that, that was the interview, remember? During EA of uh, 2018, they're like, the guy, Zampella, was in the front row. They're like, is there going to be a Jedi in there? And, and of, uh, of course, it's Star Wars. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> the poor guy's in the front row. He's like this. I wasn't even supposed to be asked any questions. Yeah, I was just, I, I was just here I for the show. Yeah. I was just hanging out. So, so How's that Star Wars game coming along? Uh, uh, yes. So they, they have the Jedi Fallen Order. It came out and Jedi Fallen Order was a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Respawn is like on all blocks for EA. EA loves Respawn. Right now, EA or Respawn can ask for anything. Anything. Right. They've, saved them, they've saved them twice. Twice. They, twice. They saved them twice. Right. So much right. so that they moved Zampella to a new studio, which was the old LA Dice. Right. He's the lead of that company now. So Respawn's just like, uh, let's just hold this back until we really need something really bad, right? So they're working on Jedi Fallen Order 2. Now Motive Motive Creative is working on the Squadron game, which looks pretty good. It's a $40 game. It's it's the old TIE Fighter versus X-Wing, right? It looks good. I'm a big it, fan of that stuff. I'm still, I'm still holding back a little bit. I understand there's no microtransactions and stuff. Battlefront 3, 100% is going to be a thing. It might not be called Battlefront 3, but it'll be a boots on the ground, and if they're smart, it'll be boots on the ground, getting a ship, fly through the atmosphere, space battles. That uh, what was what was pandemic? Was it pandemic or was it uh, new radical? Who was the who was the guys that did the other Battlefield Three that that think, leaked years ago? I think it was new. Ra- I think it was new radical. It's been, it's been too many years. I think it was. I forget what the, I forget what they had that. I know the. I had the logo in my head. It's a. It's a. It's a gas mask. I just can't think of the name. Oh, that's pandemic. Is pandemic it pandemic? Is the, yeah, that's pandemic. I think it's pandemic. So going forward, I think one hundred percent there's going to be a Star Wars Battlefront type game because why? Well, there's a new trilogy coming out starting twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. So EA is looking to keep their contract with Disney. Right, but that's but that's that's part of the problem I have. Like I listen, I love Star Wars. For those of you that don't understand, I grew up during Star Wars. I love Star Wars. However, after watching EA destroy Star Wars a little bit at a time in the gaming world, and then right before their contract is up to start throwing out Star Wars games just to make just to save face with Disney, so they can re up on their contract. Even if Star Wars Squadrons was great, even if it was a great game, I'm not going to buy it. And I love Star Wars. I'm not going to buy it. I do not want to support EA. I want somebody else to have licensing rights to make a Star Wars game. I don't want to have to wait for EA to decide when it's okay to release a Star Wars game. I want a bunch of guys being like, oh, yeah, Star Wars is available. We got some shit ready. Right. Like, that's what I want to see. Right. That's what I want to see. Well, they sat on it. They sat on it for the longest time. They didn't make anything before EA got the exclusive contract. I think there was like 24 games within a within a 10 year span, okay, of Star Wars games. EA gets the contract. There was three, or two. Was it two? Yeah, Battlefront One and Battlefront Two. That was it. Okay, they didn't do anything. No, 
Now, now, understandable. Understandable. Takes a long time to make a great game, guys. Everybody understands this. Three to five years. I'm not sure if anyone keeping track. Three to five years to make a really good game. Okay? But EA's got a lot of people under them. They could have been working on multiple Star Wars games, but they weren't. Right? They are only working on one or two, and that was it. Okay. But I can't... Even, even if it was great, they pulled out part of Battlefield 2, made it its own game, add some details, sprinkled some fairy dust on it, and we're going to make it a different game for 40 bucks. It's a surefire hit, bro. We're going to release this game during the holidays. It's going to work. I, I get it. Right? It's going to be cool. right? For the kids that love Star Wars, it's going to be cool. For someone that's watched Star Wars, commit Harry Carey and Seppuku and, and kamikaze okay? So ever since watching all that happen, I'm like, uh, EA? When I see EA, I'm like, no, no. You flushed away that's Battlefield. You flushed away Star Wars. I'll see you guys the next time. I'm not doing it. I can't. We I talked. Can't. We talked about it last week a little bit. Can't that they they taken a game mode out of Battlefront and made it into a standalone game, right? They took just the Starfighter Assault and just made it to its own game, and they're charging forty dollars for it. With Battlefront, with Battlefront Two, you paid sixty dollars. You didn't pay for any expansions. Right, you had space battle and ground battle for sixty bucks, and they expanded it all the time. This one's forty bucks, just space, right? And no microtransactions, right? <laughs> no microtransactions, bro. There's not going to be any. None. There's no microtransactions. Everything, everything's going to be unlockable. It's going to be unlockable. I, I don't get that either. It's a first-person game. There's, uh, it's official. It's a first-person game. You don't even get to see third-person ship. So your customizations for your ship. For customizations for your character is just the start screen before you go into the match. And your friends tell you, who's that dude that keeps killing me? Right, and then they'll take a screenshot off their PlayStation, and then they'll send it to you, and you'll know it's them because it has their name on it, right? So so you'll know what your screenshot looks like. <laughs> like, is that my ship? Oh, it is. I see your name on the on the screen. There you go. I, I got it. Thank you. Yeah. So that's... that's <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, monkey. That's not funny, but at that point, it, it was funny. Just a little bit. Not funny, but funny. <clears throat> All right, so that that's uh, that's Star Wars as far as... Look, I, I want I want to support Star Wars because I like Star Wars. I know people hate Star Wars because of Disney and what, what's happening, but I, I want to support because I love... Look, I'm going to support things that I love, and I love the I, IP of Star Wars. I love the IP of Marvel, and they particularly both owned by Disney now. Okay, like I love those brands and I want those games to do good because this is the mentality of, of, of game developers. If a game, if a game doesn't do well, then they're not going to make them right. If the game doesn't do well, they're not going to make it. Hence, EA said single player games. Nobody wants to play those. They make a Star Wars game, single player Star Wars game, and it sells like hotcakes. That's an actual measurement. I know because Apple told me. Right? Hot cakes, okay, and everyone absolutely loves them. So now they're making Return um, Jedi Fallen Order two, and EA's like, "Oh, we knew it was going to be a success, right?" But there was articles leading up to it going, "EA's a little scared because if it doesn't make it, I think EA wanted it to fail just to show us, like, see, I told you, single player games are not going to make it." But then it succeeded, <laughs> right? <laughs> like now it succeeded, and now they're like, "Well, see." See Disney, we made a Star Wars game and it's successful. So let's let's get more contracts over here and let's make more Star Wars games for you. It's like a, a, a catch twenty two. If the game sucks, they're like, nope, sorry, we're not making any more Star Wars games. And meanwhile, uh, if it's I, a, I don't 
bro, take a, take a take a pill on this one. Trust me when I say this. The Star Wars IP is gold. Okay? If EA makes a game and you don't buy it and they say we're not making any Star Wars games anymore, that's fine. Let somebody else make it. They'll lose their contract and somebody gets to make the Star Wars. Nobody is looking at the Star Wars IP and going, I don't want that piece of trash. Nobody is. Right now, it's a stock that's below value. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And EA knows it too. Right. right? Believe me when I say this. You do not want EA to own Disney or, or EA to own Star Wars IP for another ten years. Trust me, right? Because you'll get you'll get you'll get Madden. You'll get you'll get you'll get uh, FIFA, right? You'll get the same game with it. Oh, Han Solo has a new outfit, right? That's what you're getting, <laughs> right? That's all you're getting. Oh, look, it's uh, Luke Skywalker with with uh, five outfits. I, now I think now on on the on the lighter side of this, I think Squadrons is a great lead in for the reason to buy a VR helmet. They said that the game yes. was specifically made for VR. That's what they said. So basically, if you're playing it on your console and you don't have VR, you're playing a, a kind of sort of game that you're supposed to be playing uh, with Star Wars, but not the full experience. Like, I'm in an X-Wing. Like Now, if this, was, if this was Sarge 10 years ago and you said, I have a VR X-Wing game for you to buy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, here's my money. No, no problem. I would have gave in right away, right away. Would have gave in, but I see the cockpit from the gameplay. It's exactly X-wing versus Tie Fighter. It's exactly from that. You have the three modes, the three buttons. I got a balance shield, front shield, shield back shield, and guns. Yeah, right. Engines, guns, and 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 thrust. I see that. I saw it in the cockpit. I'm like, that's X-wing versus Tie Fighter. I got it. Right. Perfect. They did. They're going to do it perfect. I I know that. However, can't do it. <laughs> All right now every listen we, we talked about this in the past every every game has an audience right forgetting about what the what the vocal minority says or what metacritic says or what anybody says every game has got their specific audience now the the publishers are trying to encroach on outside of their box in order to get more people to buy their game so it looks good on the record okay I, we get that but for for a good example, like The Last of Us debauchery, okay? The game is a story-driven game. Story-driven. Everyone loved the first one, got good characters. The game is focused around story. Yes, you, you're in the game, you're playing. It's a stealth game. Yes, you're playing the game, good action, but the game is story. Now, you come out with a sequel, right? You start all this kind of you start all this kind of BS, you're starting to shake the tree. And then when you come out and you have a shitty ass story, right? And that's not opinion. It's just a shitty story, right? If your right. game, if your game's center point is the story, and it's shit, then of course people aren't going to like it. Especially the people who like the first one, right? The gameplay could be awesome, right? It's a different part of the game, but the story is the concrete part of it. Just like to say, if Halo story was secondary, the shooting was the best. That's why everyone liked Halo. If the shooting sucked and it had a great story, nobody would have played Halo. Right. It, it loses a part of its audience. That's what happens, right? I don't understand the hatred towards people who like or don't like a game, especially like this. I'm allowed to say what I say. You're allowed to say what you say. Right. The part that, the part that gets me is they are now censoring us from being honest about the game because they're afraid they're going to lose that part of the box that they want. Right, right. You're you're never going to get those people to, to to not buy the game if they like your if they like your IP. They're going to buy it. They want those other people over there. 
right? And because we're convincing those other people not to buy it, now we're getting censored. That's dangerous. Yeah, that's some dangerous stuff. I can't. I can't believe any Metacritic score now anymore. Anymore. They. they I never complain because they bomb it. They complain because they're buying at. They're buying tens. They're buying ten reviews and they're bombing it. So who's the who's the truth anymore? They can't even look at it. See, I don't. I don't personally. When I look at a, a review, I try not to go to reviews. Like if there's if they're giving a score, I don't. I don't like scores. Okay. I like I like uh, skill up when he talks about a game. Because when he talks about a game, he objective. He, he's objective majority of the time. There are times that he's not like he hates a game and it comes out sometimes. But he's a he's a good enough person to go back and redo it and say it again, like he did uh, recently for the Minecraft Dungeons thing, right? But skill up, I have huge respect for because when he gives a review of a game, he tells you, okay, this is the story. The story is really good. If you like this with the story, this what makes the story good for him. If you like that, you'll you'll. The gameplay. The gameplay is really smooth, and this is this this. He goes over each thing, and then tells you the negative, and then tells you now as the as the the customer listening to him, and then trying to make a purchase. I'm like, all right. Obviously, if you like him, you're gonna be like, I liked everything he said, and I don't like nothing that he said, right? But if you go to another person, they're like, well, he said it was a, a one out of ten. I'm not gonna buy it. And someone else comes in and goes, man, I thought it was really good. It was a five out of ten, right? All these, it's it's all skewed. All you have to do is. Find someone that's on one polar opposite spectrum and then find the other and then listen to both of them. And then you as a consumer make your own make your own decision, right? Me telling you that I'm having a shit time in a game doesn't mean it's a shit game. It's just not my cup of tea, right? I didn't like the way they did it. I didn't like the story. I don't like the... We talked about this last night on the stream. Do you think Destiny would be so good if the gunplay was subpar? If Destiny, no. if Destiny's subpar, if gunplay was subpar, do you think people would be like, "Oh, it's the best game ever"? No, no, they would hate no. the, they would hate the game. They'd be like, this no, they, is "No, they they would play it, but they would not be playing it for six years." Correct, right? So, would you rather have a game that had all this great story and all this potential that they were supposed to have, but have subpar gunplay, or would you rather have great gunplay with subpar everything else? But you're but you're trying to put labels on it. So, see the way. The way games have to be looked at now, okay, there's different, there's different segments of the game. If a game is a shooter, then we weigh out the shooting aspect heavier than, heavier than everything else. Correct. Right? Because, it, because that's what it is. If your game is heavy on story, then that's what, we, that's what the heaviest score is going to be because your game is a story-based game. If a game's about mechanics, it's the same thing. Whatever category the game is in, that's what we're looking at, right? You know what gets a fighting game? that has, like, half-assed controls and you can't do a move. The fighting game's dead, right? Sure, the guy looks great, but he doesn't move right. Mechanics right. is a factor in a fighting game. Sports game is the same way. What's the mechanics of the sports guy? Can I make him do the stuff that he really does in real life? That's a selling point, okay? But everyone is looking at a game now, and they're trying to bomb it to the point where they, they don't like it for whatever reason they don't like it. Sure. And, we're, and once again, the, the details, the devil's in the details. We're not talking about stopping people from buying a game. Right. Once again, you cannot stop someone from buying a game because if they like that IP, if that's what they like, they're getting it. Right. They don't care what you say. I'm getting I'm getting gears. If I was a gears head, I'm getting gears. If another gears game comes out for any reason, I'm getting gears. I don't care what anybody says. Right. right. If you're in that block, that's, that's in the that block. Right. That's why I always said the right. diehard ticket ticket season ticket holders. Right. Right. That's what it is. Right? That's their group. But when they when when they try to say that we're affecting 
sales now. We're affecting the sales, so we're, we're going to decide who gets to say what about video games on, on, on stream. Right. I'm like, oh, this is dangerous territory now, right? First, we're buying, we're buying tens, and then we're bombing. And then we have people coming on stream saying, well, 10 is not a 10. I, this, this kind of comment that I heard last, last week when I heard this come up, that 10 is not a 10. 10 doesn't mean perfect. And what's the score I like, for Okay, so let me, let, me, let me back this up for you, everybody. So as we're growing up as kids, right, you're given a grading system. I'm not sure how, what grade level you guys were in, but maybe it was like E, S, and A. And then when we got to grade school, it was A to F, right? If you got 100, that's called perfect. You didn't get anything wrong. That's a that's a perfect score. What? Okay. If I play blackjack and I get twenty one, I get a perfect hand. I win. Okay. So you're telling me in game reviews, a ten doesn't mean a ten because nothing's perfect. I get that. So you don't get a ten. Right. That's how that works. Right. No video game is a ten. Okay. We all spot. If that's why they have a point something. Right. It's a nine point eight. It's right. a nine point five. Yeah, but it's, it's like, all, I, all they would do is move it nine point nine. Nine point right. nine would be the new perfect score, right? Yes, but when you say ten, okay, and then there's fifteen hundred tens right. before the game releases. Now I call bullshit. Okay, now I call bullshit. <clears throat> and by the way, the review bombing right won't matter because here's how this is how grades work, and everybody knows this, guys. If anybody went to school. Remember when you were like really good and you cared about school and you get like three or four tests at 100 and you're like, yeah, I'm going to ace this fucking class. And then that one test, you hung out too long, you, you got plastered, you, you couldn't study enough, you got up late, you're in class late, you took the test and you got a C, okay? You can no longer get an A in that class. There's no way of getting an A in that class. The best you can get is a B plus. That's it. It's over. So no matter how many hundreds they buy to make this game perfect okay the one bad skull is going to bring it down to normal levels anyway right so what are they doing what are they trying to accomplish there there's a there's a lot of people they say they don't get bought out or paid for maybe that maybe they don't hand them an actual check saying here here's a check for this but if they want access to the game if they want to go to the events if they want to go to certain things that's all that's part of being paid right yeah, that's 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 lightweight extortion yeah that's that's, that's what lightweight it is extortion. if i'm a, if i'm a media person and my job in the video game media is to talk about games, and then the gaming company is not going to give the the press the actual game. I'm the press. What happened to freedom of the press, yeah. right? If I'm working for a paper and I have a games division now because it's 2020, and I'm sure people have, are into video games now. I'm, I, I heard that. I heard a lot of people are into gaming, right? So now uh, part of the press has a division of games. They're all about game news, game this, game that. And you're going to tell me that they're going to decide that you don't get it because... We know you're going to tell the truth about something, so we're right. deciding not to give it to you. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. Oh, there's still, there's still certain people that are blacklisted from events just because they didn't like a certain game. But, right. but that's, that's, setting a different, that's setting a very difficult precedent, especially in gaming. Okay? Once again, we, 10 years ago, nobody would have gave a shit, guys. We would have played video games. We could play about whatever we wanted. But as soon as gaming became mega bucks, baby, as soon as gaming became more than sporting events and more than movies... We're yeah. number one now, kids. Gaming, right? The, the stuff that you Trillion. grew up on that yeah. everyone made fun of you, we're number one. We make the most money. We have the biggest economy, okay? Gaming, okay? So now, now it matters. It matters what you say. It matters what you do. It matters what they do. Like, it's, it's messed up, man. Yeah. It's messed up. It's All messed right. Up. Well, moving on. 
We're gonna we're gonna show some of the uh, the footage from the. Oh, this is this get me excited, bro. Did I tell you when I watch when I watch this when I watch this the first time? There was a little little a little tear. It was a little tear in my eye when I watched this. There's there's not gonna be any sound during this. This is just them playing through it. Um, this is Marvel Avengers game, right? I've been watching this closely for for years, waiting for them to announce it. Then they showed a trailer last year, and I was like, oh yeah, baby. And it was supposed to come out in May, but now it's coming out in September. Uh, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know the original name for this company was Crystal Meth, but they had it. But they had to change it. <laughs> it's not true. It's not. That's not true at all. Chat, don't listen to them. So, I started watching this trailer, and one, I like. I like the story already. Right, like, it's it's a story that's been told. Young kid finds out some information. Right, get it's like a hacker finds finds the uh, the Avengers and joins the team to help him out. Right. Because they were they were framed basically. Um, this is Miss Marvel. Uh, it looks good. I was I was afraid about this game, and I know everyone's comparing this. Everyone's comparing this to Anthem. They're like, "This is Anthem. This looks like Anthem." And I don't think it's. I, I like to put it this way: if it is Anthem, I think it's better than Anthem already because there's 80 years of content that they can pull from. Where Anthem, yes couldn't pull anything out of their back pocket. Okay. They have no past anything to pull from. They have no story, no background, nothing. They could literally open up a comic book, Marvel and Crystal Dynamics and go, yeah, this will be the next DLC. Let's just do issue uh, 175 and insert it. Right. And they can insert a thing for Hulk or for Iron Man and the DLC constantly going forward. I think this game where it succeeds, where other, where other IPs fail as a games of service is that the other games of service games are constantly trying to come up with content. And it's hard to come up with content when you're pulling it out of thin air and you're making it as you go, where they literally have all the content they need, the bad guys, the story plots, the heroes, their backstories, everything's already written somewhere in some way, shape or form. There's movies, there's books, novels, comic books, comic novels, animated series, and they could pull from any of this stuff because it's Marvel. Marvel is dealing with Crystal Dynamics. So as this game progresses, once you get to Endgame, let's just say Endgame sucks. You level up every character in this game, all six characters. You spend 40 hours a week for the next two months and you're and you're maxed out and then all of a sudden they go oh by the way here we are uh three months from now we're giving you ant-man wolverine and, and whatever else now you have three more characters to grind and and, and then they hear well the end game grind kind of sucks and they're like okay we'll fix that as they go but they just keep throwing more characters at you okay like think about that in other games you only get like three classes or four classes or five classes sometimes so I think this is where this game can succeed where others where others fail at because they don't need to make a story up. The stories are already there and all I have to do is adapt it to their game. Okay, you, for those for those of you that understand the complexities of a game like Division, complexities of Anthem, complexities of 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 Destiny especially when you're just making stuff up and you're trying to make it a believable universe, right? And those games did an excellent job. Okay? Now you're taking something that people who have grown up we know all the stories, 
right? If you are a comic book kid, okay, and you have the comics, you're, they're going to be able to pull from whatever comic they, they want. You said it in the reveal. If they're going to put like the costume of like issue 124 of Iron Man or some kind of nonsense, like that's for nerds, people. That's for nerds. The game is made for people who understand Avengers, understand the characters. Think of the possibilities, guys. Think of the possibilities now. It's a game that you play offline that can be online, but you don't have to be online to play it. Okay? Right. That's another, that's so another selling the, point. <clears throat> so after the game gets a little stale that you've been playing with those characters, they come out with different stories for those characters for them to do something that, that pushes the story narrative in the game for you. Okay. Then on top of that, what about the villains? What happens if I get to play a villain character and do the same kind of thing? That'd be cool. And then, and then after they grow the villain list a little bit, then there's a PvP where the good guys versus the bad guys in a PvP match. Come on, guys. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Right. Are you kidding me? You're going to get me... Because remember, every good hero, every good hero in the comic book land has got at least four or five bad guys that hate him. Four, four or five bad guys that hate him. I, I like what you're saying about the about what you're saying, but I, I don't want PvP in this game. I don't want PvP in this game. I'm talking about, like, down the road, kid. I know, but down, I... Down the road! P PvP, would any, anything that's right now, anything right now that, like, the Hulk has in his in his skill trees and everything, if they bring PvP in, you know, day one, someone goes, dude, fucking Incredible Hulk, his, his smash, that's impossible, man. So, you gotta nerf it. You gotta nerf it, mm -hmm. right? And it just, it, it, it fucks up the game. And they start nerfing that, and then someone else comes in. No. Teddy. No, it's impossible to balance. You have Teddy, listen. You have we're to. Not talking, we're not talking about we're not talking about a balanced PvP game. We're talking about comic book characters slamming the crap out of each other, like a, like a Mario battle. Like that's what it is. That's what that would be. Here, it would here, be like Mario battle. Here, here's what I think they should do. Maybe they're doing this right. They keep showing these like these comics, right? I'm showing the comics on the screen right now. Uh, those are for the audio podcast. Imagine. That not only are they pulling from these comics for the actual looks and stuff of the characters for cosmetics, but I would be okay. Like, I can't get a hold of issue 12 from, like, 1967, <laughs> right? It's impossible, okay? But what about if I could purchase that comic in the game, right? And then a digital copy in the game, and I can read the comic book in the game. I would be okay if they did a microtransaction like that where I'm buying a comic digitally through the game, which is extra lore and stuff, right? So, like, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, here's Iron Man's costume from, like, 1965's issue number 12. And you're like, oh, that's cool. So then you get issue 12 from 1965, and then you start reading the story, which is like the grimoire or or story for more, for more, for more that you don't have to buy it. But I think that'd be interesting if they did something like that. Uh, the, the possibilities for this game are, are actually incredible. Like the the all the all the possibilities that you could do for each character, for the what what happens if I'm a hardcore Hulk guy, right? And they come out with Hulk stories later on down the road, right? Maybe they make a whole Hulk pack of like Hulk issues and a Hulk storyline, and you just buy the Hulk pack. I like Hulk, so I get the Hulk DLC, right? And then I can go my own way, right? They could do that for every character. Do you know? Do you know how many? They have. I don't want to curse. I don't want. I don't want to curse. But I'm going to curse. Do you know how many fucking Marvel characters there are? There's a, there's over 1,100 characters. Okay. More than 1,100 characters. Obviously, some of them don't even. You don't even know who they are. But the point is, there's 1,100 characters they can bring back. 
Like, they, they revamped Captain Marvel 11 times. They redid Captain Marvel 11 times in, like, I think 15 years just to see which one sells. They're like, oh, we'll change her hair up. Well, we'll, we'll put her shorter hair. We'll put her with this hair. We'll put her with this hair, right? And when I first saw this, I was a little disappointed when they first showed it. I was like, oh, man, those guys look like low-budget Thor and, like, low-budget, like, Tony Stark, right? Like, Thor looks like he's from a band from, like, like ADDC, you know? Like, he's just a backup bass player. And you're, like, looking at I him thought- going, yeah, it doesn't look very good. But now I get it, right? There's the movie, there's the comic book, and now there's the game. The ones in the comic book are different than the people in the movie. And the game is different than the movie and the comic book. This is this... This is this timeline. This is this, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, in the universe. This is a, a, a subcategory. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> it doesn't matter how much content uh, you have if the gameplay missions quests suck. But that's... Absol- that's absolutely. You're correct. Absolutely. You are correct on that. But again, the season ticket holders, as I call them, or the people that love... They're going to love it because they're comic book fans or they're Hulk fans or name a game where I could be Thor. Name a game I could be Thor and swing my hammer around. Name a game where I could be the Incredible Hulk, jump around, smash people in the face. Right? Name a game. I'll wait. Right? There isn't any. And it doesn't matter if it, if this sucks because the people that are the season ticket holders, as I call them, if you're, if you're a sports team lover and you live in a city where your team sucks balls all the time, but yet the stadium is packed and season tickets are completely sold out every single year, it doesn't matter if the game is bad. You're still going to go because you enjoy the game. Same premise here, right? It doesn't matter if it sucks for gameplay. It doesn't matter if it sucks for story. The people that like Marvel are going to buy Marvel. These are big ticket IP items like Star Wars, like Transformers, Teenage Ninja Turtles, anything like that. Why? Because the people that like those type of things are now 40, 50, 60 years old, and they have expendable income, and they want to live their dreams when they were a child. That's it. Well, not, not to mention that Anthem was uh, total trash garbage, but it sold all the copies they wanted to actually make a, make a profit, and all you guys bought into that, and that game sucked ass. So if, if the same number of people who thought Anthem was great and Anthem sucked, if buy Avengers, Avengers is a success. That's how it works. That's how it works. Right? All the pre-ordering and everything, it doesn't matter. The, 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 those who are in are going to be in. Now, of course, the level of complexity for this game to work out properly is astounding. Right? A lot of things have to click on all cylinders for this game to be fun, replayable, and you're going to want to replay it. Okay? A lot of games come down the pike that are like this and they don't make it. A lot. Okay? A lot. So we're going to see. Maybe these guys have learned. Maybe they've watched all the other games come out. Okay. Maybe they've watched Division. Maybe they watched Destiny. Maybe they watched Elder Scrolls Online. Maybe they took the, the parts of those games that work and put them together in this. We'll see. I, right? I, th- I think, again, I think they, the way they changed this from Anthem. Anthem is just like, you have a Ranger of Colossus. Uh, I forget the other two classes now. Ranger Colossus. What was the other one? I want to say ninja, but it's not ninja. I forget what the other the the one that flew around. Uh, the fast one. What was the fast one called? See, about? I can't remember Anthem anymore. What are you talking about? Just just comparison with oh the the names the names yeah, of the mechs the, yeah the mechs I forget what the, all the mechs were. Chat can help you there. Interceptor. Thank you very much, slow. So 
I think the difference between Anthem and this or Division in this, there are parts in this game that remind me of Division. There are parts of this game that reminds me of Destiny. There are parts of this game that remind me of Warframe. And this is why I think Crystal Dynamics is learning, right? We've always complained, like, Division, or I'm sorry, Destiny came out after Defiance. Defiance came out, and it was like before all this, right? That was a shooter, okay? Third-person shooter. Destiny came out and, and, and made better what Defiance wasn't, okay? In, in, in some places. In other places, you're like, okay, public events, only like 12 people can be there or 16 people. Meanwhile, in Defiance, it was a, it was a stuttery, jittery mess, but like 80 to, 80 to 100 people could be in a public <laughs> event, right? So, so Destiny said, how do, we, how do we do this but make it better? And I think they did. They, they made it better. It was stable. It's smooth. It's, it's, it's great. <laughs> Division came out with Division 1, and they took bits and pieces and, and made it better, right? Over 18 months, they made the loot system better. We're in Division 2 now. I think Division 2 has some of the best loot grind in any of this type of game, okay? As far as character customization, you look at Warframe. They have all these different Warframes out there, okay? And they all play differently. They all have special abilities. They all have their own take on stuff. So when you look at a, when you look at a Warframe, you're looking, you're like, oh, that's the Freeze one. Oh, that's the Flame one. Like, there's different characters all around. Uh, Crystal Dynamics has taken all of this and learned from all of these other live service games, okay, and said, okay, how do we make it better? How do we do it? When you look at the, the menu system, 100% looks like Destiny, right? 100%. And I'm okay with that. I, I talked about this last night on stream. Destiny and Bungie better start waking up now because this is competition. And I'm not saying this is a Destiny killer in any way, shape, or form. No game is going to kill another game. just doesn't happen, okay? The people and the customers, if your gameplay is good, kills or l makes your game survive, okay? There's always going to be a, a better game, and there's going to be the other games, okay? This game is not going to kill off any Destiny. Now, what, I'm, what it is doing is giving competition to Bungie going, oh, people might like this. Let's, let's up our game a little bit because they have this in this game. We don't have that. Maybe we should start implementing that. Destiny didn't have any competition, okay? So now this should direct, rise. Direct, direct, direct competition. Direct composition. And I still don't think this is direct because this is still third person. This is more of a division. This is more of an anthem type of thing. Destiny is still first person, right? So they don't really have that competition. If, like, Call of Duty decided to make an open world game like, like Destiny, then they would have some competition. But what I'm saying is companies should learn and evolve over time instead of saying, making the same mistakes that the other companies did before them. Anthem didn't know what their game was until they showed it at E3 when we all found out what their game was, right? Seven years they wasted, five of the seven years they wasted. And they finally figured out within year five, oh, that's the game we're making? I think Crystal Dynamics had this way ahead and go, I know what type of game we should make. We should make Avengers, and they've been working on this game since, I believe, 2012, if I'm not mistaken. 2012 or 2014 is when they started working on this game. So I think and hope they've learned their lesson from other ones. I don't know. There's a lot to it. It's starting to get into the video here where they showed the, they showed the one mission, hero mission for Thor. And then they start showing you the actual menu system. They show you the menu system and the upgrading system and... Um, I think it's a pretty big-ass game. Like, if you look at this, they're showing right now Eastern Seaboard. I want to know if there's going to be, like, an open field. They say there's going to be open, wide-open areas, and there's going to be 
interior stuff. There's going to be places that you can go explore and find things. And then there's going to be small interior places like really for close combat. So it seems like it's a pretty big game, but I don't think it's like Destiny where you're landing on Earth or landing in California and then traveling to all the locations. I really think it's self-contained like like Warframe where you fly to the destination, you're in the actual board, and then you, you, you explore it. I think that's the way they're going with it. <clears throat> so what do you think about the the skill tree, Sarge? Roughly, I went over the skill tree last night in chat, okay? And we counted, I, I believe, uh, what did we say, chat? It was 20, 25, was it 25? Look at, look at the scope of the map that you're just flying around in. They're just, it's, listen, I'm trying, I'm not looking at this as myself. I'm looking at this as I'm a kid who likes superheroes. Are you fucking kidding me? I get to be my superhero guy and fly around and do all the superpowers? Like, I'm fucking in, okay? Now, the adult, he goes... Wow, a lot of variables, a lot of difficulties here. Will the game be fun? Will it be replayable? Will it will it will it hold my attention long enough or is it just gonna be a slapstick type of game and then I'm gonna put it down? Like there's a lot of things to think about as an adult. But as a kid, I'm looking at this and like, I could be Iron Man, I could be Iron Man, I could be Iron Man. Like that's that's all you can that's all you have to say. Right? This is this is this is gonna be a profound moment if this game succeeds as bad as good as Anthem. If this game succeeds as good as Anthem, that's the that's the that's the, that's the bare minimum, right? That, that, hang, hang on, Anthem sold a lot of copies, my friend. Oh yeah, it sold. Like everyone, everyone talks. Everyone yeah. talks about it because it's a piece of shit and the end game. But we're talking about how many games did it sell? Yeah, it sold a shit ton of games, people. Even though it sucked, because you didn't know it sucked until ten or twenty hours in, okay, and no refunds at that point. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here, man. There's a lot of variables. But it looks fucking badass. Okay, yeah. this looks kick ass. Yeah, this, this is a, this is a big market. This this is a big market. But again, it's a it's a big IP. And, and think about this: Marvel has this whole. I mean, COVID took out all the movies, right? Like Black Widow hasn't dropped yet. But imagine when the movie Black Widow comes out, they put an expansion in the game for more stories for Black Widow, right? Black Panther comes out, and all of a sudden they introduce Black Panther in the game. Right, they 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 can constantly keep putting more content into this game. Here here's the uh, I'm gonna pause this for a second. So there's uh, one two three four five one two three four five six seven eight 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 uh, sixteen. So there's thirty two, uh, roughly. Let's just say thirty two. Okay, thirty two perks on here, and that's just in his primary spot. Right. Then there's a specialty spot, and then there's a mastery spot. So roughly, there's around a hundred. There's about a hundred, if a little bit more than a hundred abilities that you can pick and spec out on so your hulk's different than my hulk your thor is different than my thor uh type right. of stuff it looks from just looking at it it looks like there's enough there to grind for just for skills every time you go up a skill you unlock a thing and then you put it into your combat to see what you want to do okay then there's also the actual gear that they'll get to a little bit later so it looks it looks like there's stuff there and they seem pretty confident because they showed a lot of gameplay. You got to remember when Anthem showed gameplay, they didn't show very much before it came out, right? They didn't show very much, and then when they put the demo out, everyone was stoked about the demo, and that's what sold it for everybody. Here's here's the actual gear set now. Nope. Here's the actual. Uh, there's different gloves, different chest pieces, but it never changes what you look like. It only goes underneath the cosmetic armor that you have. So, 
it does seem like there's a lot to collect if you're collecting. I mean, hell, there's an actual section that says collections. So if you're a collections person, there's plenty to collect. If you're if you're looking for armor, you can get different pieces of gear and and, and farm for gear. You can change difficulty levels. When they showed the map earlier, this is something I've said in Destiny. Instead of having light level dictate what level you can go in, it should just be easy, medium, hard, difficult, legend, heroic, whatever, as you go and make you choose to play what difficulty you want. Okay? Obviously, if you... Let's say I have level 15, I go into easy, I probably only find like a level 16. But if I go into normal, I'll find like a level 17 to 19, or so on and so forth, right? More, more specific gear, the higher levels you go up to, to, to push you to get to the, to the next level. Animations look good. The maps look like a pretty damn good, uh, decent size. The story looks pretty good. I don't want to... Even, even if the maps... I, I, I'm going to have to compare it to what we know. Even if the maps were about the size of the maps for, like, Destiny. Those right. kind of size right. maps. Okay. Yeah. We're good. They they did right. say there's they did say there's there is cosmetics in the game that you can earn in the game. That's a big bonus, right? Not all the cosmetics you can buy. So you can you can earn by who knows, if you're grinding, if you're finding pieces, if you're if you're building it. I think you're building it in this one. I think they showed it here real quick. They right Right after this clip, they show a uh, a little machine making the actual armor. I'm pretty sure. Let me hold up. Let's see if they uh, they put it. That Hulk. Some of the characters. I I I'm nitpicking here. I don't really like some of the characters' models, but I'm okay with it. It it's it. There it is. So that that's the machine. Good. That's the machine that you'll be able to create so it looks like there's rare epic and legendary this is the fabrication machine cosmetic creation okay it says single use instructions and creation of an unknown item decipher and pattern the fabric of a random outfit so you're going to find these pieces throughout the world and then you can bring them back to the bring them back to the area and then unlock randomly that's your random loot generator right there your cosmetics or you can buy certain gear cosmetically through like certain comic books and stuff. How's it supposed to work with the uh, with the characters like Spider Man, Scarlet Witch, Hulk, etc.? Powers are powers. No clothes really change those powers. The powers are are here. All right, so they have a more of a cosmetic thing. It's it's all cosmetics the way they look. So the way you build up your power, uh, where is it? The way you build up your power. Is, is is the gear itself. So let's say his Iron Man's laser, when he first uses his laser, only does like 100 power damage, right? You're going against low-level characters. It's only doing 100 damage. But now you want to start doing bigger damage. You're going to have to find better power gear to go up against harder harder enemies. Same scale. It's the same scale. Same scale as finding... Same scaling. Same scale as Destiny. Same exact scale. Now you're just putting stuff underneath the cosmetics. All right, so... What when is this game supposed to come out? It was supposed to come out in May. It's now coming out September fourth. Maybe. Right. It's well. That's what I hate. You never know. I mean, we're, I mean, we're getting close now. Anyway, we're getting close. Yeah. But maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. September fourth is supposed to be the actual release date. Now, a lot of people, like I said, are comparing this to Anthem because you can even do you can even do combos together with another character, right? Like Thor right. does this scene where he does his hammer up in the air and he's electrifying and Iron Man passes through and he charges him. Makes him invincible. Right, he charges him with light or something like that. Yeah. 
Listen, that, that's no different than, than when you're playing Destiny and the hunter activates uh, Pack of the Wolf. Right. Uh, when, when you're doing something, or the or the Titan or the Warlock punches somebody and, and and pulls the uh, the invincibility of the overshield on, I mean it's that's kind of cool. It's good. I mean I'm I'm excited to see the meat and potatoes of this game. Right, I'm excited to see the meat and potatoes of this. Game. I think I think Hunter, the way you're looking at it, you're you're looking at it as um, too realistic, I guess. Like you want Hulk to have like bracelets on that make him more powerful or whatever. I, I'm not sure. I, I have no answer for you for that. It's 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 a game as far as power. Like he gets gear and, and he powers up just like everyone else, but you don't see the actual gear. I don't know. Why does why does Thor look like he worked at like Best Buy or Walmart? I don't understand that costume. It might be like that, Teddy, maybe. But the like the Genlock. Oh, I'm sorry, what what was the what was the, what did you say? So, so why does the why does Thor look like he works at Walmart or, uh, or <laughs> yeah, Best Buy? Best yeah, that's actually that's actually one of his outfits. Uh, from a, they say it in the thing, one of his incognito like human characters. So one of the comic book guys is gonna know what that is. Yeah, I I don't know it. And then this is the co-op War Zone where. See, but, but, but when I look at this, I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. But when I look at this, all I keep thinking about is I want to be a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. I know. Like, I want to be the bad guy. It'd be interesting if they bring in bad guys at some point. But right now, it's only... it's only They, they do show Abominal in here. No, I no, I know that you're going to be fighting bad guys, NPCs, but, like, I want to be the bad guy. Yeah, we do know... Uh, what's his name? Is, um, uh, God, I forgot his name now. He's the guy that... Uh, There's a lot going on here. Look, look, yeah. look, at, look at how the game is... There's a lot going on here. Right. Listen, I'm. I'll be completely honest with you. I'm looking at this game, the same exact way I looked at Destiny One when Destiny One was just about uh, to come I, out. I got the exact same vibes as when I watched it. Like it's got a lot of potential, right? And a lot it looks, of potential. It, it's, it looks good. But and, the question now, right? The question now, bro, is since Destiny is our stripper girlfriend, what is Marvel going to be? Avenger. Right, it's it's, think, it's, it's got, Avengers. So yeah, we got to th- that's we just think about what. Because Destiny's our stripper girlfriend. That's a, that's hands down. I we mean, gotta figure out, we got we to gotta think about it. Can't answer right now. We got to think about what Avengers is going to be. Yeah, I mean, Destiny is is the uh, the the best looking thing on the block right now. I mean, we always go back to it. We always play it. They have factions. They announced there's factions in this. So obviously, it's just like Destiny there, just like Division, just like Warframe. They all have things that you can purchase and buy off of vendors. There's going to be weekly weekly resets and mi- different missions to do each week. See, my brain goes into the effect of since it's mostly melee combat with some other special powers, what are the enemies going to do that have to make you do certain moves? Yeah. Like, are they like what's the invulnerability? That's, that's why they're the robots. That's, that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm thinking. That's about. why they're robots because if they were humans, you would just kill them. Right? That's why they're robots so they can have right stronger powers or whatever. We talked about this right. with the Superman game. Like it was if if they ever made a Superman game, you have to make the people like aliens or some sort of creatures. You can't have humans right. fight against Superman, right? right? Unless everyone was wearing like kryptonite suits or something, <laughs> right? And then that right. defeats the purpose of Superman because <laughs> Superman's supposed to be the most powerful person on the planet or in the universe, right? So kryptonite suits, I can't, I can't kryptonite suits. Yeah. So I don't know. I have a good vibe off of this. I have a better vibe off of this than I had with Anthem. Anthem was a good disguise. It, it tricked everybody for the demo, and then everyone bought it, 
and everyone played through the whole story. And it was like that mentality of, uh, it'll get better. It'll get better. Again, I think this has got a safety net on it because it's Marvel. I also like this. This is this is a definite buy hard copy because it only needs to go online once. Okay? So I know it sounds weird, but I like my games that I buy a disc and I feel like I own it. And if they ever take the servers down, I can still play it because I don't need to play it online. Right? So I can always play this game. Right now, I can't go play certain games. Right? Like my Transformers Devastation game, I can't play because they took it down off the servers. And I, I own the digital copy and I can't play it anymore because the, the, the licensing expired. Okay? Right. That's fucked up. Well, if the licensing expires from Crystal Dynamics... I have the hard disk, and I don't have to hook up to online, so I can keep playing it. I don't know. All right, so the the, the last story, because they're nine thirty, we're we're moving along pretty good. It looks it looks just so cool, comic book guys. I, I like it. All right, we're hoping. I'm hopeful. I'm now hopeful. now we have the other big title that looked absolutely fantastic, which is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Cyberpunk 2077, this game looks too much for me. As far as what I mean by that is I have no fucking clue when I'll have time to play and dive into this game the way they're showing it. It looks amazing. It looks so good, and it looks so... We don't need to see you. I want to see gameplay. Okay? I I just want to dive into this game and kind of just, like, lose myself. I would love if this was like VR and I could put VR in this and be in this world. Okay. <clears throat> it just, the, the detail, I, I listened to multiple. Vicious, I, I listened to Vicious. I listened to, to Skill Up. I listened to, I forget the other person that played it. Oh, Jesse Cox. I listened to all these people that played it for four to five hours each. And every single person was like, you have no idea. You have to wait to play this game. It is just... They were speechless. They were like, it is, it is just so good. There's multiple places to start. You can start as three different types of characters. You can start as an outsider, where you start out in the desert. You can start as a hood... Like a kid in the hood that starts in the streets. Or you can start in the corporate in the corporate area. So there's different playthroughs as that. Okay? Uh, or is there four places? I think there's three or... F- there's three different ways you can start, but there's four massive locations that you can go to. And they say, you don't understand how big the city is. They say, the city is gigantic. And there's an underground. And you can go into the buildings. And there's the outside of the city. Like, they say it's absolutely insane how big it is. It does no justice watching what you just saw here. But that's why. But, but this is why I don't like to watch a lot of the videos. Because I want to be surprised. I like to, go into, I like to go into some of these games, especially a game like this, with virgin eyes. I don't want to know anything. And if you're telling me there's three locations to start in, I'm definitely starting in the desert first because I want to start someplace where I can see the city from far away and then get and dr- to it. And drive to it. Yeah. And get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Th- this game, I know, is not for everybody. A lot of people are going to look at this game and it might be too too slow, not your not your style. It might be too, like, too in-depth. Like, you're like, I don't, I don't care about... There's, there's a scene that they do... It's a mechanic later on that they show here where you kind of go into like the matrix and you can like dissect a criminal scene and like take different camera angles and fly around and figure out stuff. 
actually that 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 actually happened in a movie called Strange Days from back in like 1990 something, where you wear this neural net on your head, and whatever you experience, it records, and then they would sell the disc to other people so you could experience what they did. That's exactly what they're doing in this game. That now, that, that part, a lot of people were upset about. They're like, ah, this looks a little slow to me. I was like, this is cool. That's that's badass. Right. I was like, this is it's, cool. It's, it's, that's kind of cool. I I Listen, like it. Once again, they're making a game on their terms. Okay, there's no Cyberpunk one that they're building off of. This is a game they decided to do All, off the they're novels it, and stuff. They're, yeah, they're they're doing it their way. They're putting inside the game what they think they want to put in there. Now, whatever works or doesn't work that you guys don't like because it was too slow for you, I get it. But this is them trying what they want to do. Once this game passes, they get the feedback from it. If that part doesn't like is not good, they don't want it in the second game. Then, then lo and behold, it won't be there. But it's this is them doing what they want to do. You're either in or you're not. There. Once again, it's the audience that that they have created. Right? People are waiting for this. First of all, if you've been if you've read anything about Cyberpunk, you're in on this no matter what. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For other people, they like that. They like the way it looks. They like the feel of it. It's, it's like a like a futuristic dystopian type of future, like, yeah, I want to see something like that. You're into it. For me, I like games that take chances. That I This, to me, is a game that's taking a chance. You're taking a huge chance. Huge chance. See, I, I like games. I know, I, I know I'm the outsider. I don't like to rush through games. I know people buy a $60 game, and they try to rush through that shit as fast as possible because they don't want to be spoiled. Right? That's 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 the benefit of I want to get through this game as fast as possible so no one spoils it for me. And it's like, dude, just this is like a, this is a 50, 50 plus hour game easily, easily, okay. And if you could play at three different locations and three different types of characters and build your own guy and like like role play as somebody like that, I know I know people are like role play. It's it's a single player. In my head, man, sometimes I I I dive into games like this. I'm like, this is my backstory. This is who I am, and I pretend. Like a child, okay? Like a kid playing with his action figures, okay? Like, as a kid, you're playing with an action figure. Now you don't need to play with the action figure. Now you're moving the action figure on the actual screen, and you're being the actual thing. I just let myself go, and that's why I love video games so much, because you can literally just take yourself out of the moment. That's why I said, if I could put a VR headset for this game, uh -huh. oh my Dude. god. Dude. It'd be amazing. Be Dude. amazing. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if they do any more. A lot of a lot of possibilities here. A lot of possibilities. This is this is the part where they 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 bring you in. I love the customization in this too. So every time you level up your guy, you have to go to this chick, okay, or guy. I don't know who if it's two different characters, but they start implementing like if you want your eye upgraded, they literally take your eye out so the camera moves, like your 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 eyes being dislocated, and then they put it in a brand new eye, and your eye comes in, or they put a new new piece on your hand. That's your upgrade. That's awesome. That's better than just going, oh, yeah, it's on me, right? They literally, like, drill it on you, and that's it's part of your body, okay? That's why That's why I'm saying, if, if it was VR, bro, mm, mm, this is, I'll put dollars to donuts, dollars to donuts if this game comes out in VR eventually. Oh, no, it, it's definitely going to come out in VR, right? Here's, the, here's my question for chat. This is supposed to release like November nineteenth or something like that. Is that is that the correct thing? Like November nineteenth or November second, something like that. 
a month later, the new systems are coming out. Okay? The new the, the new systems are coming out. Inky 19th. Okay. Do you buy it for the new for the old system? I know it's a free upgrade. I know it's a free upgrade to the next system, but do you even waste your money by buying the irrelevant version or do you just wait because I don't want I don't think I want to play the game on an inferior system. Now, if you're on PC, by all means, you could buy it right away, but if you're playing on console, I think you got to get it on the new system if you're getting a new system because the first time I play it, I want to be like if I see if I see a load screen, I'm going to punch someone in the face. <laughs> I'm going to punch somebody in the face if I see a load screen. Like I think I think I don't know. I I just don't want to play the inferior version. I don't I hope it's 60 frames minimum. If it's not going to be 60 frames in the old system, it better be 60 frames on the new Xbox or the new PlayStation. Okay? I don't know. I just this is the part that everyone's like, this is boring. I thought this was intriguing. I love like being like a detective or like a spy and like digging more into the story and the, and the more of the the lore, right? You get the you can find out so much stuff. All you have to do is compare this to like finding a book in Elder Scrolls Online and then reading the book, right? Or Fallout and finding a piece of lore and then reading the book. That's all this is. This is more interactive than just putting a book in front of your face going, "Oh, this is what it is." You're you're being part of the story, right? Instead of just picking yes. up the book, and I think that's this is a bold move, right? There, you can see the meters up on top. I don't know what they actually mean. One's got an eye, one's like the heat, and one's like a, an audio thing. So there's an uh, an audio layer, a visual layer, and then I, I guess a heat sink layer. I guess that's what it is. Well, so, it shows you where, where where people are in the room. If there's people hiding in the, all all this is is you hooking into. You are hooking into the security camera, right? Not only did they say that you can hook onto electronics, but you can actually go into the when you wear what they call it was it BD, BD what, what was it what was the slang oh, term the, the the memory the memory thing yeah so you can go into the actual person's memory and look at the look at the stuff that look what's in the memory to see if you can figure out like if it's a story or a puzzle like this guy got killed who killed him or this guy got the money stolen from him. like it's an interesting mechanic I'm not saying it's the end all be all but it's something that's that's pretty fucking cool, man. Like to me, that's the, there's, I think there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of layers here. I think the same thing, Gator. There's two games right now. The two games we just talked about: Avengers and and Cyberpunk. I don't ever say a game's gonna kill a game, but I, I think one of these games is going to kill Destiny for me. Okay, it, it I might I might stop playing Destiny. I it comes out September 22nd. I might play for like two or three weeks for the new content. And then I might put it down until following September, right? Because that's just the way the content's been dished out for Destiny. I know the loop. So I'm like, okay, great. I'll play it for a month. I'll put Destiny down. And then I'll just dive into something like this. This really intrigued me because I said, I don't even know if I'm going to play Cyberpunk on stream. But now that I look at this come November, I might only play Cyberpunk on stream. Just because there's so much that you can do. I actually don't care if the viewership leaves or goes. Like, I want to enjoy a game, and there's so much to do. Like, I could literally turn the game on and just look around for, like, three hours. Yeah, I, I think I think this game probably has the same impact value as when Skyrim first came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, when Skyrim first came out, the, the buzz around that and what that game actually was and did for gaming... I, th- I feel the same way about Cyberpunk. It's got that same kind of pull. 
there's just something about single player games that I've always I've always loved because when you play it when you play a multiplayer game, let's just say Warframe or even Destiny, you're a new player in Destiny and your friend's been playing it for years or months and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, come on and play with me." And you're like, "All right, cool. I jump in the game with you." And you're like running through strikes and you're like, "Oh, don't don't worry about that. Just go here, do this." Do this, and you're like surpassing half the content because you're playing with your friends. In a single-player game, you're like, slow your roll. I'll, I'll see you when I see you. Right. I'll see you in three months or so, right, when I'm when I'm done playing with it. So I like I, I like it. I, I, I think it's interesting. The uh, This is just the just scratching the surface of what of what this is. Chat, what do you guys think? Is this something that you guys are you guys into the cyberpunk franchise? Are you into single player type games? Do any of these two past games, Marvel Avengers or cyberpunk intrigue you where you're like, Oh man, I'm going to dump a ton of time, right? Because it doesn't matter how good a game is. It all comes down to time, right? Time is time. We all have 24 hours in a day. How much of that can you play with the game? And what game is going to take it your time when you start playing games? Probably playing both. They both look great to me. I'm excited for both. Cyberpunk. Mm. Yeah, some of them just look... Graphically, I just... I, I, I think if you're buying a new system, you got to get this on, a, on the new console. And if you're on PC, obviously, you can buy it day one and play it. It's going to look amazing. I, this is a game that I might upgrade my graphics card for. That's how, that's how excited I am for Cyberpunk. If I get it for PC, because I can, because... I'm not playing with any of my friends. I might buy a new graphics card just to play this game. <clears throat> Give me a single player game any day. It's better than a, a good story in Cyberpunk. Yeah, I, lo I love just diving in. That's why I like Destiny's story, right? I wish I could play the game and get more story out of it instead of the drip feed story that, that we get. I'm nervous about how much time I could sink into a game. My mind goes to Fallout 3, New Vegas, Oblivion, Skyrim. I played all those, 100-plus hours each. Yeah. I mean, World of Warcraft, I put thousands, thousands of hours into that. Right? World Sky of Warcraft? Yeah. yeah. Let's not even talk about World Star of Warcraft. Star Wars Galaxies. Uh, fired fired from job and lost a girlfriend. So let's not even <laughs> talk about World of Warcraft. Let's not right. even talk about World of Warcraft. Like, there, there, there's games that you die. When I was younger, man, I used to dive hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. Right, right. Two hundred hours in Skyrim was a lot. No, now two to three thousand hours. Yeah, in Destiny. Right, exactly. Right, two hundred right. hours in Skyrim yeah. was like obscene, and now you're like two hundred hours. Yeah, someone looks at you. <laughs> yeah. someone's like, "How many? How many hours you got? How many hours you got? I got a uh, seven hundred. Seven hundred. What a new I have four thousand <laughs> hours. It's like, all right, I." I have I have a job and kids yeah. and do you know you can get, do you know you get like a master's degree in like multiple jobs at four thousand hours? Yeah, four thousand hours you can mas yeah you can get a master's degree. You get a yeah. master's degree. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's got a thousand hours. How dare he talk about a game in a, for a thousand hours? You can't even talk about it until you get to at least three. That would be that would be like everybody's thing now. On when, when you watch somebody like on Twitch. It'll just it'll be your, their name and whatever game they're playing hours played. Yeah. So like you can you can judge them just based on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. What's your hours exactly, Gator? Yeah. What's your hours, bro? Yeah. What's your hours? It's, it's the new kill, uh, KD ratio. What's your KD, bro? Now it's what's your hours? What's your H's? 
How many H's you got, bro? What are you, what are you, what are you pulling, bro? What are you pulling <laughs> on that game? What yeah. Are you, what, what, do you, what do you got? It's like, it's like, wait a minute. I don't even think I have 4,000 hours in my actual life to like take care of myself. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. What's, I don't, honestly, I don't think I put, I don't think I put, if I put 4,000 hours in, I could learn like four different languages. Yeah, that, 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 that just goes. That just goes to show you where our priorities lie as yeah. Americans. Like, yeah. I, I want to fucking relax, man. I'm getting ready to spend four thousand hours. And I want to relax. <laughs> All right, cracking open cyberpunk. Let's get in that four thousand hours. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so between cyberpunk, the the Marvel Avengers game, a new game system, and possibly a new computer, I'm looking at like four grand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking, at, I'm looking at four grand by Christmas. I'm looking at four grand. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What's going to happen here? Two games, four thousand dollars. No, no, two two games, the Xbox and the computer. The computer. No, I know, but you're buying you're buying a new computer because you're getting what Cyberpunk. You're getting a new console because you want Avengers, right? Like, it's crazy. My Christmas is gonna be lit. Your wallet's gonna be lit. That's, that's definitely gonna be. I lit. hope. I hope Santa knows I've been a good boy this year because I. You're gonna, you're gonna pull out your wallet. It's gonna be on fire. That's all it's gonna look like. <laughs> oh man! All right. So let's see. Is there any other stories that we have here? Uh. Oh, Inky, I see the article that you posted. Oh, let's talk about the Batman real fast. The Batman. So. <clears throat> Batman's next game titles uh, leaked out. The website domain has been taken. It's Batman Gotham Knights. So there's been rumor that Batman's coming out, right? A Batman, another Batman game from Montreal uh, Studios. Uh, so Batman Gotham's coming out. That's that's rumored, but it was leaked, so it might not be true. But so hopefully, maybe this summer, like during the uh, Jeff Keighley Summer Con, as I call it, the Summer Fest of Jeff Keighley. Uh, they'll they'll talk about Batman sometime. Summer of it's, love, yeah, baby. it's 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 Keely Con. <laughs> um, so they're actually also talking about which is so there's the new Batman game coming out, and then people are talking about Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's been all over the place lately. I'm like Michael Keaton. What are they talking about? So Michael Keaton could set a reprise role of Batman in the Flash movie, the new the new Flash movie that's coming out. So Michael Keaton potentially returns to the role of Batman slash Bruce Wayne, raises obvious questions on how he could affect the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise the Batman role in the Flash movie. Set to arrive in 2022, the star famously portrayed as the Dark Knight in Tim Burton's genre-defining Batman back in 1989 and has returned will no doubt be welcomed in the legions of fans eager to see his childhood Batman return to the screen. But with Matt Reeves' Batman, which will feature Robert Pattinson, highly anticipated, take out the... Uh, take on the character set for 2021 Keaton's potential reappearance raises obvious questions about whether the upcoming Batman reboot will be affected. So the flash has been in development for Warner brothers for some time now with multiple directors picking up the, and dropping the project. Now it looks like that Ezra Miller's Barry Allen will appear in 2022 in a movie that will be reportedly featuring Keaton though. His appearance is yet to be officially confirmed in a storyline that set up the DC multiverse and potentially has wide-ranging consequences for the DCEU as a whole. There's also a talks of Keaton appearing in the upcoming Batgirl movie. I didn't even know there was a Batgirl movie, so there you go. Meanwhile, the Batman has gone through his share of development issues, transforming the Ben Affleck helm. Standalone movie is a current iteration, and which has only recently given a green light to restart filming the UK following the corona uh, delay. So while Batman's story will take place within its own self-contained universe, 
Much like Joker, the potential establishment of the multiverse in The Flash means anything could happen in the DCEU post-2022. At this point, DC and Warner Brothers' plans for uh, the future is unclear, but they also have some take uh, the remain certainty uh, to make Michael Keaton Batman return means for Robert Patterson's movie. So right now, Michael Keaton could be not only in The Flash, he could be in Batgirl, and also he might come in other DC movies because of the multiverse that The Flash can do because of Flashpoint. So I thought that was interesting because if they pick Michael Keaton and he comes into these movies, that means that the old Batman, 1989, is canon, now in the new DC Extended Universe, and that means Val Kilmer and George Clooney don't exist anymore. Like, those movies just don't exist anymore in the canon of the DC Universe. So what do you think about this, Sarge? I don't know. Is Michael Keaton trying to make a comeback or something? Like, what is well, he, he doing? He did good in, uh, when he did. He was the villain. No, no, he's, Vulture, no yeah. he's, he's Batman. No, no, I get it. I get it. He's Batman. I mean, I think it's interesting that they're, that they're drawing lines in the sand about which Batman's real and which one's not. Well, he was the best Batman. He, yes, he was the best Batman. Well, I, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind uh, the the newer guy. Uh, um, the guy, what's the hell is his name? Bale, Christian Bale. Christian like Bale. I don't mind him, but that's a different take on the, on the whole Batman thing. Where is she? <laughs> Where is she? I, I, no, no, that's that's. That's, that's the Ben Christian? Affleck bat. No, that, no, that's no. The ben Affleck but that Batman. was Christian Bale as well. He he said the exact same thing. Christian Bale was the best Batman. Uh, I like Michael Keaton. It, you can't compare the two movies though, right? Like the the Christian Bale Batman was obviously the better action packed Batman, but I think Michael Keaton as a whole played Bruce Wayne and and Batman the best. <laughs> 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 why i just know I, I liked him as i don't know i didn't i didn't like i didn't like christian bale as as bruce wayne i liked him as batman when he didn't speak his his accent when he Batman. like i just hated that that whole thing i thought ben affleck actually looked pretty good as as batman but they didn't they didn't do much with him like that whole movie just sucked balls and he didn't get his own standalone so what what's nipple? <laughs> <laughs> the best thing for Michael Keaton's Batman was Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker. I I mean I think he was the best Joker up until I thought I thought uh, Phoenix did a fantastic job as as Joker. Uh, Serious Birdman was a great movie. I didn't I never saw Birdman. I never saw Birdman. <laughs> I've been watching too much Batman. And that's the last story. I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited for Keaton to come back. I like Michael Keaton. Right? His, some of his movies are iconic. I, they're like stuck in my head, like Mr. Mom, uh, uh, Multiplicity. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. What was the other the other good? Um, Gung Ho. Oh, Gung Ho is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Gung Ho. Oh, uh, Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. Right? Classic. Classic movie, right? Classic. Just, just some great, great movies, and then his newer stuff is is fantastic too. I loved him in Spider Man. Bird, yeah, Birdman was good though. I didn't, didn't see, I, I didn't, I didn't see Birdman. Beetlejuice, thank you, Fox. Oh, Fox, how did we forget Beetlejuice? Yeah, somebody, somebody smacked yeah. me. I forgot Ma Beetlejuice. Ma Michael Keaton's a great actor. Uh, I, I loved, I loved him pretty much in everything. I don't think he's made it. Has he made a bad Ooh. movie? I don't think he's made a bad Gator. movie. Oops, 
Forgetting Beetlejuice, not a oops. Someone should. I should be smacked. Forgot Beetlejuice. Jesus. Keaton's best Batman, Bale's best Dark Knight. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right though, Teddy. That's why I said you can't really compare the two movies because Burton's just weird in general. Like Bur- <laughs> Burton's Batman was more comic book style, and Nolan's Batman was like realistic. You can't com- you right. can't com- you can't compare the two. Right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it to you that Bale was a better Batman for the real style, but I I still like Keaton for Batman. Yeah, Teddy, you missed your calling. Your delu- your the diplomacy. You missed your calling. <clears throat> way to way to find equal ground, Teddy. Way to find equal ground. <laughs> and that is the end of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. If you like what you see, we're here every single Thursday, at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch the past broadcasts over on 30instillgaming.live. Uh, all of the past broadcasts are there. You can check out our YouTube channel at 30 and Still Gaming. Uh, follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey at, uh, on Twitter. Follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. You can follow the show, Jen underscore X underscore Gaming, on Twitter as well. Uh, other than that, I appreciate you guys watching. The show is ending, but my stream is not. The, the show will end, and then I'll come back uh, with the regular stream. We're going to be playing some Destiny tonight. So other than that, actually, you want to finish up the... Do you want to finish up the manhunt first in division and then go to destiny, or you want to play destiny? I, I think John. I think John wants to finish up the the, the right, division. So we'll, so we'll, we'll, do, division we'll, we'll do division. All right. Appreciate you guys coming out, hanging out, and watching. Thanks for everything. I'll see you on the next one. Since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.